Second Samuel chapter 20. Now there happened to be a wicked fellow whose name was Sheba, the son of Bichri, a Benjamite. And he blew the trumpet and said, We have no portion in David, neither have we inheritance in the son of Jesse. Every man to his tents, Israel. So all the men of Israel went up from following David and followed Sheba, the son of Bichri. But the men of Judah joined with their king from the Jordan even to Jerusalem. David came to his house at Jerusalem, and the king took the ten women, his concubines, whom he had left to keep the house, and put them in custody, and provided them with sustenance, but didn't go into them. So they were shut up the day to the day of their death, living in widowhood. Then the king said to Amasa, Call me the men of Judah, together with within three days, and be here present. So Amasa went to call the men of Judah together, but he stayed longer than the set time which he had appointed him. David said to Abishai, Now Sheba the son of Bichri will do us more harm than Absalom did. Take your lord's servants and pursue after him, lest he get himself fortified cities and escape out of our sight. Joab's men went out after him, and the Kerithites and the Pelethites and all the mighty men, and they went out of Jerusalem to pursue Sheba, the son of Bichri. When they were at the great stone, which is in Gibeon, Amasa came to meet them. Joab was clothed in his apparel of war that he had put on, and on it was a sash with a sword fastened on his waist in its sheath, and as he went along it fell out. Joab said to Amasa, Is it well with you, my brother? Joab took Amasa by the beard with his right hand to kiss him, but Amasa took no heed of the sword that was in Joab's hand. So he struck him with it in the body and shed out his bowels to the ground and didn't strike him again and he died. Joab and Abishai, his brother, pursued Sheba, the son of Bichri. One of Joab's young men stood by him and said, He who favours Joab and he who is for David, let him follow Joab. Amasa lay wallowing in his blood in the middle of the highway. When the man saw that all the people stood still, he carried Amasa out of the highway into the field and cast a garment over him, when he saw that everyone who came by him stood still. When he was removed out of the highway, all the people went on after Joab to pursue Sheba, the son of Bichri. He went through all the tribes of Israel to Abel and to Beth Maacah and all the Beerites. They were gathered together and went also after him. They came and besieged him in Abel of Beth Maacah, and they cast up a mound against the city, and stood against the rampart, and all the people who were with Joab battered the wall to throw it down. Then a wise woman cried out of the city, Hear, hear! Please say to Joab, Come near here that I may speak with you. He came near to her, and the woman said, Are you Joab? He answered, I am. Then she said to him, Hear the words of your servant. He answered, I am listening. Then she spoke, saying, They used to say in old times, they shall surely ask counsel at Abel. And so they settled a matter. I am among those who are peaceable and faithful in Israel. You seek to destroy a city and a mother in Israel. Why will you swallow up Yahweh's inheritance? Joab answered, Far be it, far be it from me that I should swallow up or destroy. The matter is not so. But a man of the hill country of Ephraim, Sheba the son of Bichri by name, has lifted up his hand against the king, even against David, just deliver him, and I will depart from the city. The woman said to Joab, 
Behold, his head will be thrown to you over the wall. Then the woman went to all the people in her wisdom. They cut off the head of Sheba, the son of Bichri, and threw it out to Joab. He blew the trumpet, and they were dispersed from the city, every man to his tent. Then Joab returned to Jerusalem to the king. Now Joab was over all the army of Israel. Benaiah the son of Jehoiada was over the Kerethites and the Pelethites. Adoram was over the men subject to forced labor. Jehoshaphat the son of Ahilud was the recorder. Shiva was the scribe. And Zadok and Abiathar were priests. And Ira the Jairite was the chief minister to David. In the last chapter, when... Um, Sorry, two chapters ago when Absalom was killed by Joab, David decided, that's it, I'm done with Joab. <laughs> now Joab is a relative of David's, but he's been the commander of David's army for a long time. But Joab keeps taking things into his own hands. Now if you will remember way back in the early part of Samuel, when this is the, the early part of 2 Samuel, when uh, Saul was dead and Saul's son Ishbosheth was the king, the commander of the Israeli army, there's the northern army, was Abner, and the commander of Judah, the southern part, was Joab. But when Abner wanted to join them all together, um, David decided to start talking to Abner, and Joab murdered Abner. It wasn't in a war, it was in peace, and Joab, um, just, he, he didn't like the fact that David was talking to a competitor, someone who did the same thing as him, someone who was the commander of the army, so he murdered him. And uh, David had to, David mourned for him, and everyone knew it wasn't David's fault. Later, two chapters ago, Joab kills Absalom, despite the fact that David tells everyone not to. Now, we all agree that was a good thing. <laughs> but having said that, he disobeyed. He did what he was told not to do, and he disobeyed. And now in this chapter, once again, we've got a situation where David's done with Joab. David says, I'm going to make Amasa the commander of the army. But Joab murders Amasa, takes the job back. He becomes the commander of the army again. So we've now got examples of three people that David wanted to you know, maintain relationship with, and, and Joab killed all three. Two of them were commanders of the other army, and one of them was David's son. So um, Joab is an example of someone who's very, very loyal. He's very loyal to David. Like, after he, take, he kills Amasa in this chapter, he immediately gets about doing the job that David wants done, serving the king. He goes up to uh, Abel Beth Maaka in the north of Israel, and they, they set siege to the city with Sheba, the son of Bichri, inside, and they're going to they're gonna take this city. Because the wise woman, she finds out what do you really want? You just want that guy. They organize to chop his head off and throw it over the wall. This is ancient times, remember? <laughs> Although the chopping off of heads still happens in the Middle East occasionally, and it's, you know, there's still the old way at work in some places. And um, once that's all over, mission accomplished, the rebellion's put down, Joab returns to David, and, you know, all is just like how it was before. So Joab's a strange guy, he's super loyal. He, he'll serve David, whatever David says, like, more or less. <laughs> uh, David did say that one thing about don't kill Absalom. He didn't do that. But he, he's so loyal. Now, what, what type of person is this that's so loyal and yet 
does things their own way. It's both of those things at the same time. Well, I'll tell you what we've got. That's what, this is what we call the spirit of lawlessness. It's someone, and churches have people like this in them, people who say, I follow the Lord, and yet they follow the Lord their own way. It's lawless. And Jesus talked about people who were going to who stand before him on judgment day and they were going to say, Lord, Lord, didn't we heal the sick and cast out demons in your name? And Jesus would say, away from me, I don't even know who you are. And he says, you, he called them workers of lawlessness. In other words, they're people who are at law unto themselves. So one of their own laws is... I'm going to follow God. I'm going to be a, a, a great follower of God. That's one of their laws. But another one of their laws is, I'm going to follow God the way I want to follow God. So they're lawless. He's not really the Lord at all. And Joab is, an, is a real living example of this in the Bible. He's someone that's so loyal to the king, yet loyal to the king the way he wants to be loyal to the king. And um, does things his own way. And we're going to find out when Solomon becomes the king in about six chapters from now. Um, that's going to be the end of Joab. So I thought before we finish, I would just show you a picture of the location of Abel Beth Ma'aka today. So today in um, Israel, this location is called Matula. It's a little tiny town of like about a thousand people. And it's way up on the northern border of Israel, uh, the border of Israel and Lebanon, it looks so fabulous. In that picture, it's got Mount Hermon or Mount Hermon in the background covered in snow. Apparently, it's lovely weather, nice and cool at times of the year. And um, this, this is only about two kilometers north um, of where Abel Beth Ma'aka was, where the, the woman threw, threw the head of Sheba over the wall. <laughs> I thought it was just a very pretty part of the world and worth showing to you. I think the lesson from this chapter is we're not to be like Joab. We're, like be, we're to be like him in one way, super loyal to the king, but we're not to be like him in another way where we do it our own way. No, we're to be loyal to the Lord and say, Lord, what do you want? Lord, how can I serve you? How can I follow you? And then the thing he asks, even if we don't like it, that's the thing we do. Lord, I want to thank you for this chapter, chapter 20. And I thank you for every word of scripture inspired, even the strange stories like this one. Father, may it speak to our heart. May we be changed according to the grace of God. In Jesus' name, amen.